besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. This could be a very interesting hour. We may need Bryden's help at uh, some point. We are here for Bryden's Lawyers, the lawyers protecting your future. 1-800-848 is the number for the best legal advice. 1-800-848-848. Or you can check out the website, brydens.com.au. And right now we welcome SEN's network stations joining us across New South Wales and Queensland every Monday morning between 8 and 9am. We're joined by Cameron Smith and Maddie Johns. Uh, Cameron Smith, good morning to you in our Gold Coast studio. Good morning. Good morning, Vossi, Brandy. Hello, Maddie. Cam. Morning, Smith. How are we all going, fellas? Mate, going good. fantastic. You sound a little low-key there, Cameron. Do we might have to ramp you up a yeah. little bit there. A little no, low-key. no, no, just a let him big ease weekend, into it. actually. Yeah, let him ease right. into the program, Andrew. Come big, on. Big weekend. Big weekend. We, big weekend. We heard Matty John sort of just creep in there, but let's give him his official introduction. He is here thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day right now. Hurry in to get half price off the big brand vitamins. T's and C's apply. Matty John's, good morning. Vossi, Brandy, Smithy, how are you, lads? Good. Going good, Matt. going good, Matt. I've set you up before the news, Matty. I said that we're all wanting to know how you scored the federal debate last night. Morrison, Scamo <laughs> v. Albo. Um, so you may not have watched it because, of course, you are on air with the Sunday Night with Matty John show with Fox League. So let me just replay you the highlights, first of all, and okay. then you can give your appraisal, mm. if you may. Authority Watson, this is a very Mr. important point. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're, you're, this is a very you're important making point. point. No, Mr. Morrison, it's not that easy. That's enough. We do need to move on. depends upon Commonwealth funding. Here, you could not have had any questions. influence we have over no the CLP government no. in the Territory okay. when so they closed the port of Darwin with China. Good stuff. Oh, Jeez, uh, moder- <laughs> moderator didn't have much joy, did she? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, what so was Matthew, actually spoken about there? <laughs> no, well, I, we have no idea. Uh, mate, I, I did try and watch Cameron, I, and I turned off, so nothing was achieved last night from the Voss household. Um, Maddie, mm. we, we are waiting for your appraisal uh, because you are the one that Laurie Oakes turns to to get yes, the, he is. You know, the man on the street opinion. So what's your thoughts, man on the street? <laughs> Vossi, I, la- I I turned it over and lasted about two minutes. I just mm. I just can't stomach it. I've had enough of the cam- I've had enough of the election campaign already. Uh, pouring schooners, kissing children, nothing's changed. It's just the same <laughs> thing. It's just recycled. Honestly, politics in this country it's low hanging fruit. Go- going to going to rugby league matches, pretending you care about the result. I remember Bob Carr. Bob, he, he joined our 97 grand final celebration. This is really wonderful. Really wonderful. <laughs> did, didn't, Bob, didn't Bob Carr come in and make us? But did, did, did he have something to do with Origin? And origin, yeah. Completely origin. got That's it the wrong. the famous story. No, no. The famous story is mm. he's giving a stirring speech. They've put him up there. Bob Carr, New South Wales Premier. And he's, you know, all the very best. You're wearing blues, representing all the state. And you make sure you give it to those Mexicans on Wednesday night. He thought they were playing Victoria. <laughs> well, that's a pretty bad oversight. That's a pretty yeah. bad blue. I would have thought. Who, who was who, whose idea was it to bring Bob Carr in to talk to? Oh. The, the t- oh. There's a great story, that, and it's very topical. Ben Robert Smith. I think were you the Australian captain when Ben Robert Smith gave a pep talk, Cameron, with the Australian side, and he he yeah. sort of doubled down on match day. 
Yes. Do you, do you, want, to, do you want to revisit that story? Did yeah, he give well, like a, a stirring, you know, frontline story the night before, which is all fine, you know, all together. Yeah, so on match day, he go a little bit further. So it was the mid-season test, and, and we're playing against the Kiwis in in Canberra. So we attended um, a big ceremony at um, at Parliament House during the week. I think the game was on a Friday night, and we went on, a, I think it was a Tuesday, and they had a couple of uh, VC recipients in there, and they, they spoke about you know their experiences of combat and whatnot. And then it, Tim Sheens was the coach, and he actually got Ben Robert Smith to speak to us before the game. So before just before we um, ran out and played this test match, he, he come in and pretty much put the win through us. And spoken about going into battle and and at night it was, it was the strangest thing ever. Because I heard, I heard that as he reckon, I, he did he go into detail? Prince of Blakes without heads. He, no, no. So so he so he walked around, he walked in with a with a big pile of um, uh, like she, sheets of paper, and he started going on about um, you know going into battle and you think you know what it's like to go into a battle. Well, have a look at these, and he started handing out photos of soldiers, Australian soldiers who had lost their life in battle. Jeez. So we're, we're the Australian footies, like we're getting get, getting ready for a game of rugby league and we all know that it's it's hard to compare, you know, war to, to sport. Of mm. course we're going out, you know, to, to battle the opposition but we're not going to yeah. have AK-47s shot at us or yeah. grenade launchers or anything yeah. like yeah. this. And then so we're, we're, we're sitting there in shock. We're five minutes away from, from playing a game of rugby league and yeah, it was just amazing. I think it took us about 20 minutes to get going, to get our head sort of <laughs> into the game. But we ended up winning the match. But it was just the strangest thing. So in hindsight, not in, in hindsight, not probably not the thing to do in the future. Well, maybe not. No, if I was coaching, I'd probably go for a, a, a little little less... Uh, graphic. Yeah, Im- impact detail. or graphic than Dar- that. Yeah. Daryl Summers. Maybe Daryl Summers yeah. come in. <laughs> I'm always sceptical that they bring, the, they bring the motivational speaker in. I'm always, oh, here we go. We, we have one with some bloke. But we had a uh, we had a sports psychologist and as you imagine with the side we had, he, he was always, he had a fair bit of work on. Anyway, he decided, he said, I'm going to bring this guy in. And uh, yeah, big surprise. And we brought, he brought this guy in and um, the main problem was no one knew who he was, uh, and it was, it was, it was so bizarre. He was an, an old AFL player, mm. and he came in and he spoke about how you know when you go onto the field, you know I asked you, the man I was, the bloke I was put on marking, I'd shake his hand and say good luck and crunch his knuckles, and we're like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to take out of this? Yeah, yeah I'm all, when they say we've got a motivational speaker coming in, I go, oh no. Oh. It doesn't. It doesn't help if no one knows who he is either. Yeah, like, that, yeah. You're off to a good start if you you go into a room to speak to someone that if everyone there knows who you are, who what you've is. done. Yeah. Yes. It's a good set. So Jim Jeffries tells that story of the comedian where he got invited to James Packer's wedding by Mariah, sorry, uh, 50th birthday, I think it was. Mariah Carey booked him because he was uh, James's favourite comedian and he got in there and Eddie Murphy, Leonardo DiCaprio, they're all there. Eddie Murphy apparently said to him, oh, this ain't going to be good. <laughs> anyway, he started telling jokes, and James Packard turned to Mariah Carey and said, who is this? <laughs> but she, she was the boss, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. 
Well, that's a good start. Now, can we go to something before we get into sport? Uh, well, this is sport of a kind. It's a fallen mm. star, Boris Becker. Now, overnight, we learned that because um, <laughs> Boris is now in, you know, serving Incarcerated. Two, incarcerated. Two years jail. Um, and, and Boris has complained about the food. This is a bloke, you know, in restaurants and lived the fine wine and all of that. <laughs> Why would it come as a surprise that prison food's not that flash? And he complained about the corned beef and the portion size. Did, does this story sort of surprise you, Cameron, Maddie, something? Oh, not really. I think you, you just hit it on the head there, Vossi. I think uh, old Boris, he would have been dining out at some pretty high-end uh, restaurants yeah. and whatnot. But uh, corn, what's wrong with corned beef? I, I suppose it depends that. how much they gave him. He's, he, he's, I'll, tell you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, the, the quality of the food, boys, being in prison, the quality of the food would be least to your worries, wouldn't it? Oh, I, yeah. See, I, I think that's <laughs> underestimated. I, 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 I was going to say that I hadn't really given the food much thought, but I, I think that that had, that had crossed my mind. I'd, I'd be thinking, what garbage am I going to get served up for the next two years? Like, I... Yeah. That would oh. pl- that would be a part of my disappointment in going to jail. I think the food. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be worse. It'd be worse if we're going away for twenty. <laughs> Brandy, yeah. I just I'd be eat, whatever I got served up, slop whatever it was. I'd eat. I'd eat yeah. it and just keep my mouth well, shut. Literally. Well, again, Maddie Johns gets the final say. If Boris yeah. Becker is tuned in in whatever it is Frankfurt prison here on the SEN app this morning, Maddie, any advice for Boris to help him get through the next couple of years? Yeah, he's used to that uh, sort of heavy central uh, European diet, you know, Germany and Hungary. Mate, I think a little stint in prison would be quite good for him. I'd drop a few kilos. But uh, just on prison movies, I think it's time the prison movies maybe reinvent themselves. There always seems to be always similar scenes that I just think, okay, guys, we get the idea. <laughs> yeah. Does, does, but it's like Boris, Boris, this is white collar. Like he's, he, surely he's in like a farm type scenario. He's, he's not in Goulburn Supermax or anything, is he? Like in the Germany style of it. Surely he's not serving really hard time. Lipzig uh, with, with population. Farm, is that where he is? Yeah. With, the, with the general general population, you mean, Brandy? Yeah. Be in there. Well, you know, I, I, there's, there's some. There's different levels of jail, isn't there? Like mm. yeah. collar crime, he, he surely he's in a almost like a hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't know what hotels you stay in. <laughs> 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 Mate, I, I do go cheap. Like <laughs> <laughs> I was going to throw yeah. one out there. I thought better not. <laughs> Again, we're taking a long way getting into sport, but uh, boys, I'm looking. We're all in different uh, venues here. Cameron, you're up on the Gold Coast. I don't know if you can see Brandy, but he's got the fingers bandaged now. We're, we are all parents, but, but Brandy's got oh. the the, uh, the kids still at home, you see, which isn't the case with, mm. with uh, Maddie or myself. Now, Brandy, you've had to deal with a party. Well, I had an accident. At, well, at the house, did well, you? Well, actually, it, it, was, it, it happened last weekend. A few of the boys, because like, I've got two boys that are you know, now over 18, and they had a few friends over, and um, I just happened to wander up to the the roof and noticed that they'd had a few beers because I was at work. I, I would have been work, at the footy somewhere and then got home. And I, I've been onto them about cleaning up the, the mess that they left, which is generally, mm. you know, those cruiser bottles, you know, and yeah. they left them on the, on the tables, the wind blew Cruises. it off, smashed some, smashed some glass. So some of the bottles were broken. So I, I made them go up and clean it up, but they didn't clean up everything. And there was a, there was half a neck of, um, 
a cruiser that had smashed that it was sitting straight up and the cruisers get sticky. They're that syrupy garbage. I don't know how they drink it, but the actual, the neck of the bottle had uh, stuck to the, uh, the tiles and I went to pick it up and it didn't move, but my finger went, my fingers went straight across the glass and, I ended up yeah, bleeding a lot. So that's why I'm bandaged up, Andrew. So the boys have a bit to answer to. Anyway. That's not old Viking there. Uh, a bit of fatherhood tips, Matty, because you've got the two boys and they are characters, Cooper mm. and Jack. Uh, I just, no, Co- Cooper, dramas, Cooper wouldn't leave any cleanup. beer bottles, stubbies around, would he? Right. Matty? Seriously, the, when the boys, I, they were barred on 18th, 21st birthdays, it's just... Mate. And you know what? You always say, yeah, you can bring your mates around, but you just got to clean up. And guess what? Mm. Never. They just <laughs> never, never happened, do. You've just, oh, it's just ridiculous. I remember once we had it, and one of the one of Jack's mates, I went over there, we were all having a beer, and I thought, oh, I'll try to be cool. And I went over there, grabbed one, and had necked it. And unfortunately, someone had put the lid inside the bottle, and it, it got, almost got wedged in my throat. It could have been a tragedy. <laughs> my, my wife said, we, we went out for dinner last night because it was Mother's Day, and we, and when we were sitting at dinner last night, my wife said, look, look at your dad's fingers, said to the two big boys, look, your dad's cut his hand cleaning up your mess. They it barely raised an eyebrow. Like, it was like... It wasn't sorry, Dad, or mad. Yeah. Like it just, it, it just went across the top of the heads. Yeah, he'll be no, okay. Carry on. Yeah. Yep. Carry. Right. On. Well, we got there. Now we get down to some hard rugby league questions. Now I'm going to throw out the great minds of Cameron and Maddie because I haven't had a chance to talk to you about Adam Reynolds uh, and Maddie. Mm. You, of course, had some say in the Morning Glory show. Uh, Adam Reynolds, right now, I'll go. I'll go at it this way. First of all, best signing, uh, Cameron. You, you look at signings so far this season. What Adam mm. Reynolds has brought to Brisbane puts him up there, certainly as a as a lead candidate. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, alongside Kurt Capewell as well, Vossi, uh, and and the leadership and and the um, direction that they've given that young Broncos football side. And I've spoke with Kevin Walters a couple of times, and he's just been extremely impressed. And and this was even before they started playing. He was just really impressed with the presence that they had at training through the preseason. And last year, I think a lot of people were scratching their heads as to why South didn't re-sign Adam Reynolds. Given the season that he had last year, he was their captain. Um, he grew up playing um, for the Rabbitohs. He's played for the Rabbitohs his entire life. Um, it was just a really strange decision to, to not re-sign him. Like they offered him only a 12-month contract, and he wanted longer. I just can't believe that they let him go. But it's come back to bite him. Um, he was... He was outstanding the other night. His kicking game was, was immaculate. It has been now for the last few weeks. So um, it's a big reason why the Broncos are sitting in the eight. Um, Adam Reynolds being up there and being their captain. And now the fact that he's not there at South Sydney, what about the mental baggage that that's bringing to the club, Matty? That, you know, they oh, can't yeah. avoid... We're all talking about it. Jason Demetrio's got the you-know-whats. He doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. But I can't can avoid it. just but... move on now? I can't avoid it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and you know, we're not trying to be smart, Alex, here, but you know, when you've been in rugby league, as long as we all have, it just made absolutely no sense. Like, you're trying to get a, my head around it. And look, this is nothing against Lachlan Illis, but he's just a, he's a young player finding his way. And we said this yeah. at, at the start, and at, at, this is how it's transpired now, you know. And it was going to be a, it was going to be a challenge for both, for both club and player. But it's pretty clear that uh, Adam Reynolds is doing best out of the separation, you'd say. 
That's a, that's a, a pretty good way of putting it, actually. Pretty good way of putting it. Now, another big story out of the weekend, the Cronulla performance yesterday, or should we say the Warriors, where do you want to put your focus? Do you want to praise mm. Cronulla, or do you want to describe it as very poor from the Warriors, like just a really dumb performance, I suppose, putting on it? Mm. I ask you, Cameron, I don't know how many instances there were in games where you played where suddenly your opposition is down to 12. But let's say, if it, mm. if, even if it is just a 10-minute period in the bin, Yep. Do you quickly then talk to your key playmakers about we are going to play it different when we're 13 against 12? Is it because the Warriors got it right for a few minutes and then that was it? Yep. Yeah. Well, you quickly identify where where you want to send your attack, Vossi. That's what you do when you're playing against 12 men. Um, I can't remember ever playing against uh, a side down a player that was sent off, uh, well, especially for a long period of time like, like the Sharks were. But what you do is you get together with those key position players and, and you sort out a plan around your attack and, and where you want to target. And, and, you, and you talk about, you discuss, you know, the play that was sent off, okay? What, what effect will that have on the opposition? So particularly, you know, the position that he plays, what effect that will have on the opposition's defense and how they go about their game plan. So, um, yeah, the Warriors, on the, well, they scored a couple of tries just after Will Kennedy was sent off and then that was it. Straight away, Cam. Yeah, they scored. Yeah. Like, he got sent off in the 17th minute. Three tackles later, they scored in the corner with uh, mm. Dallin, and then they scored four minutes later. So if you're yeah. a Cronulla fan, or, or even, and, and I, was call, I was calling the game, and I thought, oh, well, they, they won't be able to hang on. Now that the Warriors mm. have hit the front, the Warriors yeah. can just – well, they can, they can run them off their feet, like 12 men yeah. trying to defend. Uh, but – you don't you don't play touch footy with a side all of a sudden, do you? Like no. you don't just start throwing the ball around. You still got to drag them in, create the space on the outside. Yeah. Uh, but they they just didn't get. You know they didn't didn't make a line break in the second half. Like against yeah. and and for Which ten minutes they were down crazy. to eleven men. Yeah. 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 yeah that's right. Uh, and you know, incredible like defence online defence in that second half from Cronulla. And what made it doubly difficult for Cronulla was the fact that they lost Will Kennedy, their fullback, mm, and right. how important uh, when you want to put your, your you know your planned attack and sequences on the fullback is just about the most important guy. He's you know giving you all that sweep options, so they had to totally adjust. You know, Nico Hines was just sensational. He played mm. fullback and halfback, it was a dual role. And uh, mate, they're good signs, really, really good signs for Cronulla. Like they, they're. I'm not suggesting they're, you know, in the class of Storm and Penrith. I think evidence of that was when they were a little bit down against Brisbane and they got beat. Where mm. you know those top sides can be down to still get the results. So they've got a fair, they've got a fair way to make up still. But again, they look like a top four side. Uh, yeah, just a couple of texts before we go to a break uh, from the Adelaide Dragon. He says, uh, lads, my mail from the German Correctional Services. He gets a bit of mail from there. <laughs> As indicated, Boom Boom Becker has drawn the short straw and is sharing a cell with Fritzel. And, of course, uh, we naturally distance ourselves from John of Bexley and his thoughts of uh, Lester Piggott. Uh, welcome back to the program. Matty Johns here for Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day right now. Harry in to get half price of big brand vitamins. T's and C's apply. And, fellas, before the 8.30 news, there's a question here directed straight at Matty. And we were talking about motivational speakers, and Mick wants to know, has Joey been giving motivation speeches to the Knights before they run out? I think it's a serious question. <laughs> yeah, Matty. I think it appears sure. like that, certainly. <laughs> um, mate, he... Uh, oh, man, Joey, uh, yeah. We got there once, and he we had, a, we had a loss, and he was in the sheds after the game. So, mate, we, should, we need to get off the grog. Four weeks out for the finals. No more alcohol to the grand final, though. 
We're like, are you sure? That's a fair stint. And he's like, nah, we've got to do it. Okay, we do it. So we all we have a shower, go our separate ways. Got uh, training the next morning. Joey's late. He'd been on the drink that night. And I said, uh, mate, whatever happened to the booze ban? He said, booze bans are stupid. They don't work. Oh, dear. Keep the questions coming. The last half hour can be all your questions. Uh, Cameron's referee of the week. They're very hotly... Contested field in that Ooh. one, but uh, give us a call one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. That's the McDonald Jones open line, but you can text in the questions as well zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. If you want more political comment from Maddie Johns, this is the place to uh, get those responses in the last half hour. If you want to ask about policy and those sorts of things, Maddie will give his take on all of that. Uh, so you are tuned in on this Monday morning between eight and nine. Cameron Smith, the goat, and Maddie Johns, the moat, joining Vossi and Brandy on SEN. Uh, yeah, thank you for that, Alana. Look, just some breaking uh, financial news. You know, it's a horrific. Maybe a GoFundMe page for Westpac, but their profits have uh, dipped 12.1% over the last six months, down to $3.1 billion. I'll just start the last half hour. Did I miss that? News. Did I miss yeah, that? In, that in, in the, your finance report earlier today, old Viking hands, you missed that. Yeah, mm. you did. Uh, Cameron Smith with us here on this Monday morning. Maddie Johns here, thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day right now. Hurry in to get half price off big brand vitamins. T's and C's apply also in this last half hour. Pull up your socks coming up for Underwork. Some pull up your socks nominations from the boys. But Brandy, how about we go to the text line and fire some questions at Cameron and Matty. Yeah, can I just update you on your song too? Just a quick update from our listeners on your Vossioki song. Dan says, great song. Uh, Bobby said, uh, your song is as good as Jay's jokes. And uh, the Green Cooping Rooster said, that Vossioki was worse than any of Jay's jokes. Right. So, so that's just a quick summary of your Vossioki song. All yep. right. Well, here's a question. This is a great question from the Brisbane Bean Counting Rooster. VBs, one for Matty. He would be used to playing in a team where there was a marquee player who took up most of the cap. Does yes. he think the Knights have dug themselves into a hole going all in with Ponga, just like they did with Matty years ago? Yeah. The Ponga situation, yeah, it's, I mean, he's, he's got a lot of flack at the moment. I mean, you can't. You can't be a sole hand out there. And look, before the season even started, there is no doubt there is an over-reliance on Caelan Ponga. It's a difficult one. I know what you, I know what you mean. This is the problem with sides that are struggling. If they're going to land themselves a marquee player, it's going to cost a fair bit more than it's going to cost Melbourne or Penrith, you know, for instance. Um, yeah, mate, oh, it's, they've got a mile of injuries in Newcastle. Their confidence is close to rock bottom, if not rock bottom, and they just got to find a way to dig themselves out. Uh, okay, here's a question. Uh, boys, thoughts on the Dragons' performance yesterday? Were they uh, that bad or were the Storm just too good? I know Blocker said through the call that they weren't disgraced, says uh, Jesse from Albion Park. Yeah, look, I, I think I think Melbourne were very good. Um, and some of their – like. I don't know if you've seen all of their tries yesterday, boys, but some of their tries were just incredible. Like they were just playing off the cuff, very not not what everyone's used to seeing Melbourne, where they're you know yeah. mostly structured plays where you know they they pick apart a footy side. Whereas some of the tries that they scored um, yesterday were just off you know some loose ball guys in three man tackles about to hit the ground. They pop one and you know over their shoulder, and then there's multiple kicks in the one play. Like some of the things that Cameron Munster were was oh, involved yeah. in yesterday was just amazing, and and 
to, to the Dragons' credit, like they, I, I thought they played a pretty good game. The only criticism I could really um, have of the Dragons was I thought they played a little bit within themselves. I think uh-huh. when you're playing teams like Melbourne and Penrith, and, and Parramatta certainly um, showcased that uh, on Friday night, was that when you're playing against teams like Melbourne and Penrith, you really need to take the game to them. Yeah. You can't go down there and think, well, let's just not make errors and get through our sets. And you actually need to throw a bit of caution to the wind. And and if I had any sort of criticism towards uh, St. George yesterday was that I just thought they didn't throw enough at Melbourne. But they were they were in some sort of mood yesterday, weren't they, the Storm? Oh, second yeah. half. That's yeah. the thing. Like, guys, the first half they were scratchy. And you saw Billy Ake giving a bit of a razz at... At half time, and uh, and then mm. second half, again, <clears throat> Smithy again that spine, yeah, the the running threat of the spine, and yep. uh, the Pappenhausen one, guys, was interesting. I mean, when he, when he first hurt the knee, I I, <clears throat> I, I thought they were going to take him off. I was surprised he stayed on the yeah. field. Um, yeah, and I'm then insane. you know he pulled the hamstring in the second half, and nasty one, Smithy, because he, he has got a ha- history of hamstring injuries. Mm. No, he does, mate. He does, and he spent a, a fair bit of time off the field uh, going back maybe three three years ago um, yep. with, with some hamstring issues. Um, and I agree with you, mate. I, I actually thought he would have come straight from the field when he when he got up a bit gingerly because he, he didn't look, even though he supported for that try that he scored, which eventually yeah. <laughs> injured his hamstring in, he looked a bit ginger. I was actually surprised that he, he took the field um, in, in, um, in that second half, but... Uh, yeah, look, they 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 looked, they just looked fast, powerful, and just stronger than every team that they're playing at the moment. They, and that's the way they're putting, that's the way that's why they're scoring so many points is that they're just they're running over the top of teams and they're just too fast. Like they they're powerful. They get into contact with tackles. They find their front. They play the ball quickly. Harry Grant's out. Munster and Hughes are pushing forward, and they're just catching teams just. They they just can't cannot control their ruck speed and they they're just at them the entire match. Particularly second halves, they're just running over the top of opposition teams. Yeah, yeah I thought that Jerome Hughes try summed up what you're just what you're talking about, Cam. He put the bomb up. Uh, Cameron Munster ended up spotting him after a couple of desperate passes, mm. got the ball back, and then spotted uh, Jerome Hughes just you know Hank pushing down yeah. on on that right flank and kicked the ball into his lap. It was a it was a very good try. Uh, let's go to the McDonald Jones open line. Uh, Rod from Bowen is there. G'day, Rod. Red. Hey, boys. How you going? Good, Red. Go ahead, mate. Yeah, that's all right. Hey, just... Uh, what's that? Go ahead. Yeah, rip in. You there? Yeah, go for it. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the other day, you lads were talking about um, when they still do doubles at the footy, at the NRL yes. games. Yes. We were. Like if, yeah. uh, sure, they do Cowboys game the other night, and they're two old fellas standing at the gate selling doubles, and they even announced the numbers at halftime. So that's alive and well. Yeah, you've got to find them, though. You've got to find them to get the payout. Uh, behind the grandstand. <laughs> the find them. There's no one that looks like the bloke who sold you the ticket anywhere. <laughs> I, I, I bet you they're not waiting at the front of the gate to hand out the money as you walk out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> I, um, just, just a question for Matty. Um, look, I love Clemmer, nice man, but you know the last two seasons he sort of since he got dropped from Origin, he's kicked stones around and dropped his lip. This year he's playing well, but yeah. what do you reckon about unloading Clemmer and going all in and trying to get Munster and shore up their spine? Well, I, I mean it's a 
it's certainly a good idea. The the roster's out of whack. There's no doubt about it. You're right there. Look, I'm just trying to think. You know, you talk about banging salary cap out of whack, righto? If Melbourne Storm fellas were to offer Cameron Munster one million, what would Newcastle have to offer him to get him there? What do you one think? and a half. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Yeah. You, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a bit. Yeah, but seriously, it'd be, it'd be one and a half, and yeah, they just they're just not in a position to offer that. It's a good idea, no doubt about mm. it. But yeah, it, it'd just be too rich a deal. Good man, Red, for calling in, listening on the SEN app from Bowen in Queensland, and in fact, we're going across network stations right across Queensland. Now, boys, I want a quick answer to this one from Juan the Eagle. It's morning, VB, Maddie, Smithy. Who do you think will get the spoon? So we have four sides right now. We, we checked mm. in on the ladder earlier this morning. You know, we've got a, a clear-cut four at the bottom, although the Raiders just out of that zone after the weekend. But Tigers, Titans, Bulldogs, Knights, all out of four, all on four. If it was just out of those four, who gets it? The Spoon, Cameron. Oh. It's, it's one of those ones. Oh. You step forward, yeah, someone, and everyone takes yeah. a step back. Uh, I'll you say Bulldogs. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I'm gonna... Yeah, this is a difficult one. I'm going to say it's going to be a, a tussle between Bulldogs and Knights. Okay. And who are you going to go yeah. for, Buck? He's going to go Bulldogs. Listen, I'm going to go the Bulldogs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can't yeah. go past the dogs. Guys, uh, any idea, and this you, you don't have to answer this because no one knows the answer, but any idea when Justin Pascoe is going, going on holidays again? Looking forward to, <laughs> looking forward to that. Of course, he misses the two wins, didn't he? Yes. Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, uh, okay, so well, Vossi, you, you threw a yes and no at me earlier, and I'll throw it yep. at the boys. Uh, currently, the Broncos are sitting in eighth on ten points. Um, mm. Does any side below them break into? The, who can South Sydney play? Will they play semi-final football? South Sydney, yes or no? I, I, yeah, I think they will. I think I think they'll get there. I think when Latrell comes back, I think they'll find their groove and win win enough games to play finals. Cameron, Cameron, you got them. As yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes as well. Okay, so they come into the eight, and who bows out of the eight? Is it oh, the Roosters, Manly, or the Broncos? They're sitting on oh, ten points. I'm going to say it'll be out of two teams, and that'll be either Broncos or Roosters, actually. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think Bronx. I think I, I think South will overrun the Broncos. And that's assuming too the Cowboys keep bowling along. They've been the biggest improver, sitting on yeah. twelve points. We do need to take a break. After the break, pull up your socks. Nominations for Underworks. Uh, more of the listeners' questions. Cameron's referee of the week. Cameron Smith with us. Maddie Johns for Chemist Warehouse. You're listening to the Home of Sport, SEN. I uh, love the listeners' questions. Uh, Maddie here for Chemist Warehouse. Cameron Smith, the goat in our Gold Coast studio. Uh, this apparently is a text from a Mitchell P from Perpignan. I can't think. Mitchell P. <laughs> Mitchell Pierce. Maddie, is it coincidence that the goat retires and the storm become good to watch from Mitchell P? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I think, I think how quickly is. they it's forget. Right. Uh, I think um, they're right. It, it really is. I was holding them back that all those years. Uh, ben, ben from Cronulla says, why has it been uh, for so many years, Parra can beat the best teams in the comp? Uh, they're four from five uh, against Melbourne. Four from five. Their last five, they've their won four five. of them against the Storm. They beat Penrith at home, uh, but they can't put, it, uh, put the lower teams to bed. Is it a club mentality? Ben, says Ben. Mm. 
What do you think? Well, they just, they just they haven't showed become that a they big can... gun, have they? They haven't become a heavyweight. They're thereabouts. Uh, mm. But they, mm. haven't, they, they haven't done what Penrith and Melbourne have done. And don't well, no. The thing about it is, you know, Smithy knows this more than I do, but I, it takes a lot of mental toughness to beat the sides you're expected to beat, to find that consistency and, and knock them over. And, uh, look, Parramatta perform at their very, very best when there's not a lot of pressure on them. Like you know, playing against Penrith the other night, you know, for them to win, it's an upset. And they went in there and just attacked it with an underdog mentality. The games that are awkward for Parramatta are the sides that yeah, everyone expects them to beat. Mm. That's that's what they mm. and you know, and the danger there is if you know, when you get in, into final situations, well it's a different kind of pressure. So, you know, it's it's finding that consistency and mental toughness. Yeah, that's a good point. Now all day socks by underworks, they pass every comfort test. We have our pull up your socks nominations mm. on a Monday. I was gonna start with the German uh, uh you know Correctional services. I mean, come on, he's won a few tournaments. He gave us a lot of joy over the years. At least you give him a. If you're going to give him shit corned beef, at least give him a big portion. You know what I mean? Because I think you've got to at least look after him portion wise. Can I say, pull up mm. your socks, German, Lipzig jail or whatever you are, wherever he is. Cameron, any nominations? Pull up your socks. Oh, I've got I've got the uh, officials really. Oh, that that Viliami kick out knock on on the weekend. Wow, not great. Like we just can't miss those things, boys. Cam, were you out really? there on Friday night? I was. Yep, I was there. I was there. And Randy, would have been, I was. Would have been right in front of you then, yeah. wouldn't it? Where he dropped it. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did, well, I, I was sitting down in the in the bottom corner um, when that happened. Like it was only thirty meters away, but it's a. It was a. That was a Barry Crocker. That one. Mm. Well, he, he just dropped it cold, and there was just the call mm. of play on. I think they actually. Well, Tago picks it up they, on the run. It bounces straight into the hands of Tago. It sort of he, he knocked it forward, but it bounced. Back, that's where yeah there was. But some he was running. <laughs> but Vossi, yeah, he's yeah. running with that's the right. football. It's a, all momentum is forward. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, course, that's right. Uh, uh, I, I was in the studio, back in the studio, watching, and and mm. I, I, I really couldn't tell what happened because the camera angle was coming from behind. So that's right. I wondered mm. what the hell had gone on. All of but Penrith ended up with the ball so quickly. I, it wasn't until we saw the front <laughs> on replay that you saw well, he just dropped it Howl. cold. How? Yeah. Yep. Johns, pull up your socks for underworks. What do you got? Oh, I'm going to go into the world game. Manchester United, ugh, mate, it'd have to be one of the worst losses uh, in, in the modern era for Man United. Uh, getting beat 4-0 by Brighton. Man, they've... Uh, it's funny, isn't it? Like, And I suppose this is what the Melbourne Storm will be a little bit nervous about, Smithy, is that mm. you, know, you had the old master, like uh, Alex Ferguson, you know, running yes. that tight ship really tough discipline, really high standards. And honestly, the moment that he's called it quits, it's just been slow. They've been slowly uh, eroding well, away. It's been, a str- yeah. it's been a struggle yeah. for them, hasn't it? Yeah. Big, big time. That is pull up your socks, Manchester United. Um, birthday game, just I'll fire three at you, boys, and you've yep. got to come back quickly with these. Billy Joel, we paid tribute to Billy by playing me first in the Gimme Gimmies uh, the longest time in Vossioki this morning. How old's Billy Joel today? I'm going to say How seven. Seventy from Brandy. Yep, Cameron. Yeah, I was going to say seventy-five. Seventy-five, Maddie. Uh, I will say Billy Joel is seventy-six. Seventy-three. You're, you've gone all around it, boys. Oh, so. yeah. uh, Grant Hackett's birthday today. Uh, great Olympian oh. and uh, good fella. How <laughs> old Grant Hackett today, Brandy? Uh, I, I think Grant Hackett's uh, forty. Forty, Cameron. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying forty-two. <laughs> 
42. Yeah. Matty? I thought he was older than me. 52? No, he's 42. Cameron hits the front. Well done. Oh, oh yes. On there. Yes, 42. So, but this is the Joker question. You get double points Ooh. if you get this right. Yep. Yarn oh. event. How old is Yarn Event today? Celebrating a birthday for double points. Play the Joker, Brandy. Oh, how old Yarn Event? I'm going to say she's uh, 69. 69. 69. That's the first number that came in your head, Cameron. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say she is 64. 64, Maddie. This is your big 67. chance. 67. Oh, do you want to go one under that? No. What, 66. 66 is right. 66. Oh, stop it. Today, no, you 66. can't give him that, bossy. No, I'm not. Well, I'm not. No, I won't. No, I won't bend the rules for Matty. Uh, Cameron, you win. Fair well done. No tiebreaker question required. Uh, at uh, seven and a half minutes to nine, can we just get Cameron Smith's referee of the week? Can we? Can we do that? I think yeah. We can. Yes, we can. Yes, Let's we do can. it. Listen, I'm going to give it to Grant Atkins this week. He refereed the uh, the Broncos Rabbitohs, and for one reason, I'll tell you why. Did you see the incident where I think it was Harvey uh, Harvey Herbie Farnworth yep. go to retrieve that ball in the ruck? <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. And so I think Adam Reynolds went over there and, and blew up about the decision to to penalise Herbie, and he actually he half gave away that he thought the rule was well stupid, outdated, <laughs> or a bit of a stupid rule. So I'm going to give him I'm going to give him the referee of the yeah. week for actually saying yeah. to the player, look. I actually apologise for having to penalise you for that. That is a great nomination. That's going to be hard yes. to top. Grant Atkins yes. now leading the race. So it's hard to say who he is. But, fellas, great Monday morning. Maddie. you have a great week uh, on Fox <laughs> and guys. Morning Glory on Friday. And Cameron, you. see you later, mate. I'll be in your studio next month. Thanks, gents. Oh, I can't wait. See you, boys. See you. See you, Cam. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.